Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of the Paul Think Grow podcast. Um, in this episode, I am not using a script, and I'm not going to be going over a primary concept of any kind. I'm going to actually just have a chat with you and talk to you a little bit about um, the podcast, what it's about, why I've chosen some of the subject matters that I've chosen, and where I get the information from, and how it all works for me, and maybe even some other just interesting or just relevant things about the podcast and about why I'm doing uh, this podcast in the first place. So let's get started. My name is Paul Davis. If you'd like to uh, get in touch with me at all, I'm redoing, revamping my website a little bit, but go to paulthinkgrow.com and you can contact me there. So if you'd like to get in touch with me, I am a life coach and a trainer assessor. So if there's anything we can work on together uh, as a life coach, I will be happy to work with you. Just go on to paulthinkgrow.com and you can find the relevant information there. Okay, so um, thank you for joining me here. This is a non-scripted web um, or non-scripted podcast where I'll be going over some of the things on my um, podcast and why I've chosen certain subjects. If you hear cars and things passing by, it's because I've got the window open. I'm just sitting here chilling. You might hear um, the neighbor's dog howling. You might hear my dog barking. Um, you, you might hear some strange things coming through the window, but you know, just relax. I'm just here to kick it with you for a little bit and work out, um, or just talk about some of the things I'm doing in the podcast universe. All right. So the first podcast episode, I'm just going to go through my episodes first. The ones that I've put up here, I've got, I think four or five, uh, or maybe six episodes here. And I'm just going to go through some of the descriptions as to what they are, what each episode is, and why I chose those subject matters, and then give you a bit of relevant information about where it comes from. Um, the first one was just a welcoming uh, episode. I think it's only just a little, um, just a little preview, or not preview, just a little audio ad to say, "Hey, come check me out here." on uh, Paul Think Grow podcast because I was actually um, uh, going to do a full episode there, but I thought let's just start off with something simple. And that's what I did. I just did a welcome to Paul Think Grow podcast. So if you go into the podcast and you see that one is number one, it's a pretty quick, just how do you do? How do you do? You know, um, the second one is mastering your mind using self-influence. Now, this one is very, very near and dear to my heart. That's why it's like the main focus, my first one, because it has a lot of information in it um, that is pretty much what I've been doing for the last um, 15 plus years. Right. So um, a lot of that information has been designed in different courses and classes that I've done that I have been the trainer for. And in that episode, Mastering Your Mind Using Self-Influence, I actually talked about some of the ways to to um, sort of hack yourself, to have incredible self-control. Um, so I, I, I've been a trainer for a long time. And a lot of times, most people's issues with being in that class, and a lot of classes I, I taught were uh, classes about how to um, how to get started in the workforce or how to, like, if you haven't been in the workforce for a long time, or if you are new to the country here in Australia, or if you, uh, you know, are, are early school leaver, you've never been to the workforce, you've never actually worked anywhere, how to actually get started doing that. And a lot of that uh, first step stuff is about your mindset. If you go into something like um, trying to apply for a job at a supermarket to stock shelves or to work the, the register because you've never done any of that before. It puts you off. It turns you off. It makes you think it's definitely difficult or it's, it's, it's definitely something that you need to go to school for or training for. And a lot of people might think, you know, 50, 50, like you don't you have to go to school for that or, um, because they've never been in the workforce before. 
They might just believe that I don't have any skills to contribute, all that kind of stuff. So I was able to work with a lot of clients and I've worked with over 1500 people of various ages, uh, various religions, various uh, races, various genders, uh, and various, um, you know, cultural backgrounds and situations. And a lot of times the, the, the way they think about themselves or the way we all think about ourselves have to do with, you know, the people around us and our own capacity of, you know, self, self-talk. And self-talk was one of those really big things that I talked about in here. But using a little tool called self-influence, which I hadn't heard of before, before I started training stuff, I had never heard of self-influence. I've heard of, like I said, self-confidence. I've heard of self-control. I've heard of um, all these different self-words, but never self-influence because we are influenced by everything around us. So I used my own sort of formula that I thought, and, and here's the crazy thing. I thought I'd come up with this formula. I was like, you know what? You, you should do this, this, and this, and this is right. And I'm and like over over the years, I was like, wow, this this is really I kind of refined it a bit. And I was like, this is really exactly what people need, this formula to be able to um, understand how the human brain works. And reading books and watching videos and going watching debates and and reading articles on the web and all that kind of stuff was really actually helping me to develop what was already developed, but I had done it on my own, thinking that I was coming up with something brilliant, something something remarkable. And it felt that way because I basically hadn't been introduced to that before in my life throughout all of my years of training, throughout all of my years of going to school myself. I'd never been introduced to anything like that, the concept of, you know, what your life is like and what's around you influences your beliefs and then your beliefs influences your your feelings and attitudes and then your feelings and attitudes beliefs your influence your uh your your actions in life and then your actions influence the outcomes that you receive like you know as in if you are <clears throat> if you're very if you're very emotional about climate change and it's something that's been influencing you. And of course, the internet does this to people all the time. But say you, 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 you're, very, um, you're very emotional about climate change or you're very uh, passionate about climate change or anything like that, you can track back to sort of how you got that way, how you think like that, why you think like that. And a lot of times it's because of reaffirming um, influences throughout your throughout your life or current influences throughout your life. Say you get with somebody as a partner or a friend and even just a friend or, or even just hang out with a family member a lot. The things that they begin to talk about the most and the things that they always have as very passionate to them become somewhat passionate to you. And depending on how much you invest in that thought or those thoughts or those subjects, you too will become passionate about it. And this is the whole deal with like, I, I I was born in the United States. This is the whole deal with with politics. It has a big deal with with uh, with religion. It has a big deal with social status and social you know understanding and and social connections and society societal norms and all that kind of stuff. But also, this is the big deal with race. This is a big deal with. Um, with employment, with, you know, um, having little groups and jobs and things like that, or having little groups in school, you know, where you, you, you go to a place regularly and then that group kind of always stick together. It's a really big deal. Whenever you are influenced by a particular group of people or particular persons in your life or particular, um, things in your life, like as in what, what, uh, what videos you watch or what books you read or whatever, you will ultimately develop a belief. Now, that influence is the real big key because that's where the starting point is. So this episode, number one, Mastering Your Mind, using self-influence was teaching people how to hack that key, how to hack that first step, how to change that first step and turn that first step into something that was personalized. And you can literally change a whole bunch about your life 
and your whole trajectory of your whole entire life from this point on by managing your own influences, by managing what you're influenced by and how much of what you're influenced by is or, or how much you are, are influenced by something, managing how much you're influenced by something is also in itself a very huge tool that you can use to change your own beliefs. Now, when we think about, let's say religion. Now, a lot of people cringe when they think religion because they think, you know, that's very divisive. And it is. But I'm not going to get into any particular religion, but let's just say religion in itself or spirituality in itself or anything within that realm of thought. Think about it like this. If you were raised around a person that was consistently giving you um, information about that and you never actually were given any other information, you would have a feeling or an idea or some sort of uh, some sort of passion either one way or the other about that particular religion or worldview. And because of that, you either defend or agree with or deny based off of your feelings and attitudes, which came from your beliefs, which came from your influences. So if a person is constantly influencing you with something, and this is why we have very have to be very careful with what we're influenced by. Now, if you wanted to become a doctor, then one of the things that you would need to do is to look at doctors, figure out doctors, figure out what they do, figure out who they are, figure out what field they're in. Maybe it's a general practitioner you're really looking at, but if you were looking at a brain surgeon, becoming a general practitioner, looking at a brain surgeon might not be the the easiest sort of step. You might think to yourself, well, I got to go to school for how many years? I got to spend how much money? I have to do, you know, how much work to actually become a surgeon? Whereas your whole point was to become a general practitioner. So if you focused on general practitioners and what they do and who they are and sort of examine that field, the more you examine that, the more you believe you can or cannot do something. And when you look at something intensely, you you inevitably gain information, knowledge, and an understanding. Once you understand something, it becomes easy as pie. If other human beings can do it, so can you. So influence is something that is a major, major, major thing in our lives. But we just go through life floating, just letting whatever influences us, influence us. Letting whatever videos we watch influence us, whatever books we read, whatever thing. Now, books are something cool because they don't come at you with an ad. You have to go seek a book. You have to go pick it up and flip the pages. So it's a lot different to sitting on Facebook or sitting on YouTube and scrolling through or TikTok or Instagram or whatever and scrolling through and finding content that tickles your fancy. You you literally have to pick up a book. So that's why books is sort of a, a very novel way, a very, um, a very, amazing way to influence yourself because you will grab something or you pick a subject and you'll find the actual content. Depending on the book you pick, you can go down one down one uh, road or another of knowledge and understanding. And But if you constantly pick up a book, say, again, being a doctor, being a general practitioner, constantly pick up books written by general practitioners and information, um, you know, pages or reading different things about how doctors operate and how the system works and all this kind of stuff, you'll gain such a knowledge that it'll get to a level where you'll be like, yeah, I could do that. I could do that. That's not that crazy because now you have a bit of understanding and knowledge. Self-influence is an incredible tool to change and unlock the potential that's within you and to focus yourself in an incredible way. So that's what the first one, that's what the first episode was about, um, was about how to identify and utilize self-influence. Now, one of the major things that I found was um, because it has so much in it, I couldn't put a lot of extra things in it. But I like to go through things quite meticulously and make sure that whatever I describe is going to be um, is going to be useful that the information that I give is going to be useful. And again, in all of my episodes, 
I made sure that I had some sort of um, how to at the end, something to give you that was a positive that you can actually go in and act out and do something that was more um, more a how. Because, again, people will always tell you things like um, be yourself or be confident, <laughs> be confident in something and just just be yourself and be confident, be brave, be this. But they never tell you how. Well, self-influence is how self-influence is how to do everything, how to do everything. There is not one thing on this planet that you actually do that doesn't have an influential trigger that doesn't that can't be tracked back to some way you think some reason why you think the way you think or believe what you believe so that's what the first one was mastering your mind using self-influence that's episode uh one after the welcome episode now the next one i did on like the i think i published it on like the 6th of february and that one was like a 34 minute uh episode 35 minute episode and that one was continuity of thought. And that's because I had this thought. I was laying in bed one night, long time ago, probably about two years ago. I was laying in bed and I kept thinking of the idea of continuity of thought, but I couldn't reconcile what it meant because continuity in itself uh, doesn't mean uh, continuation. It actually has a deeper meaning to it which I describe in continuity of thought. So if you want to check that out, go and check that out. But um, this one was more about uh, how your how your thoughts and your emotions and your your ideas and your feelings and all work together. And also being able to explore the benefits of um, improved focus and increased creativity. And it's sort of a thought-provoking topic about the importance of maintaining a flow of ideas, right? And, and the impact that can have on your personal and professional life. So when you maintain a flow of ideas, it can improve and increase your creativity. But also, if you combine that with your uh, influence, with how you influence yourself and you can be consistent and and be be very sort of I don't want to say dogmatic but be very sort of uh determined it will help you to take that influence tool and make it robust make it strong make it powerful make it have a great give it a great foundation and that's what continuity of thought was the discussing discussing the dangers of losing track of your thoughts and and the negative impact that your thoughts can have on decision making and your own productivity. And then at the end of that, I also wanted to give you some really, you know, useful ways of of doing that. So show, sharing the sharing my experiences and my insights on continuity of thought and practical tips on strategies to improve your critical aspects of your life using the way you think. And it's one of those real beautiful uh, mixtures where when you listen to the episode, you'll find a, you'll find a, a scientific approach to using your thoughts in a very, uh, very um, stable way, using your thoughts as something that can influence your life and change a lot about you in the way in the way that you want it to change and it doesn't even it doesn't even just stop there because continuity of thought also understands the well also creates the premise that or explains the premise that um that our thoughts are directly connected to our emotions and that our emotions are directly connected to our actions. And of course, we all know what actions do. They give you the results you have in life. That's, a, that's the easiest way to explain it. Your actions create the results you have in life. So another vehicle driving by. Um, so I uh, just wanted to 
make sure that I kind of cleared that up a bit because continuity of thought might sound like a very complicated concept, but in that 35 minutes, it's very straightforward from what I can tell. And I like to, like I said, I like to be meticulous about how I put it together and how I present it because I don't want people to just listen to it and go, I couldn't get that. That was a bunch of, uh, a bunch of stuff thrown in. No, it's very straightforward. And I tried to make it in a way that at the end of it, you get some, some ability to, to, uh, by following the, my sort of ideas or concepts, and then using some of the how-to, whether you modify the how-to or you keep the how-to exactly the way I've described it, by using that, you can actually uh, strengthening, you can actually strengthen your uh, your thought processes and streamline it to push you almost automatically into success. And success for you can be uh, failure to another and failure from somebody else can be success for you. It could all be mixed up because we're not all one person. We're all individuals. So whatever success is to you, being able to master your mind and use self-influence and then um, multiply that by the continuity of thought is an extremely powerful tool, are extremely powerful tools. It is a very, for me, it is a very, um, is a, I couldn't live without uh, always having continuity of thought as my primary goal or as my primary uh, ticket to self-influence. So that was those two together to me were a good balance of thinking different. And let me let me just say before I continue on to what, what the next episode was about and why um, continuity of thought. What I found was a lot of people have this from from my years of training, like I said, um, almost almost around. 20 years, but closer to sort of like, you know, 17, 18 years worth of work that I've done with people individually. And it doesn't always mean that I've worked in a, um, in a training organization, which was my primaries of what I've done, but I also work with people individually, uh, as a life coach and a mentor, which I have done even after, like, let's say I was doing training for a couple of years somewhere and then they, they were like, well, we don't have any students and so on and so forth. And we'll get back to you and this and that. And either the training organization either goes, uh, you know, switches or gets picked up by another organization and restructured or whatever, or they stop, uh, they stop um, running that course because of whatever reasons. And a lot of times it comes down to they weren't having enough students to make enough money off of it. So they restructure what they're providing and so on and so forth, blah, 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 blah. But um, from those two points, I found that a lot of people were didn't have a structured thought process. And this is what continuity of thought do. And because of that non-structured thought process, they were unable to maintain a vision of their goal, a vision of the future that they wanted. And that caused them a lot of pain, anxiety, and stress and depression. And for a lot of people, they want success. They want to be successful at something. They want to succeed at something. They, they have a future that they desire, but not being able to, not having ever stopped and just put it into practice that they have to influence themselves, focus on something. And we've all heard these concepts of, you know, you know putting up a poster of something that you want. So you see it all the time. And it's exact the same thing as, as, as self-influence and using continuity of thought. Those two concepts together is putting something in front of you consistently and then being able to see that all the time, which means that whenever you think of, whenever an opportunity pop up or whenever you somebody comes to you and say, hey, they're hiring down at such and such, or you come across it on a website or you come across some information about it, you engage in it because you've seen it so much. You have a very good understanding of what you want and you need this. And so you're more tuned to the focus. It's kind of like the, um, hang on, have a sip of water here. It's kind of like the tuning into frequency thing where everything has a frequency that it's broadcast at. And if you are tuning yourself to becoming a, again, general practitioner, you're tuning yourself to becoming a doctor. Well, 
it's going to be hard for you not to take opportunities when you've constantly tuned yourself to um, to the frequency of that opportunity. And I'm not saying that there are literal frequencies. I don't know. I'm not going down that path. What I'm saying is, is there are frequencies as far as how much you invest your time, energy, and effort into something. You would develop a certain sense of understanding and connection with that. And when opportunities arise, you see them because we don't see every opportunity that happens to us, that happens around us right now. We're too busy trying to survive in this world that demands that you need to have this much money to do this thing or that thing. If not, don't even come into the shop or don't even come, you know, looking to me. Don't come around as my friend. Don't come around as whatever. You know, if you go into a supermarket and you got no money, they don't want you in the supermarket. They would rather you go do something else. Don't don't come walking around the supermarket and you totally broke and you got no access to no money. The whole point of the whole supermarket is to come and give me money. We'll give you goods and you can take these goods. Same thing with, uh, you know, the things that you want in life. You know, if you want to go traveling, you can't walk into a travel agency and say, hey, I want to go places. I got no money. I got no opportunity to get money. I got no way of getting money at all. But I want you to get me to Paris because I want to see the Eiffel Tower. Well, those things you can't do until you have a resource. So we're all battling everything else in our life to gain these resources or to gain these statuses or to gain these whatevers so that we can have things that we want, experience things that we want, do things that we want. And so we're all doing that. But opportunities are coming to us consistently all the time, flowing past us. There's opportunities that pop up all the time, but we don't see them unless we are tuned into the frequency of that opportunity. And so I think you might get what I'm saying now. So I'm not like, I'm not saying that that everything has a vibrated frequency. It might do and it might not. I don't know. I'm not going to go down that, that path because I can't prove any of that. But I can prove that if you focus on something and then an opportunity that comes up that is attuned to that, that, that focus, that you will have a better chance of going, I can do that. I want that. I need that. And you will have a better chance of actually going for that opportunity, getting it and succeeding at it. Who knows? But there's a better chance of you getting it and succeeding at it if you actually go for it and try it. And there's a better chance of you trying it if you are tuned to that frequency. A person that plays basketball doesn't actually, uh, a person that desires to play basketball has this real deep feeling to play basketball. And then you say to them, well, have you ever watched a game? And they go, nope. Or have you ever like played the game before? Nope. Have you ever like, do you even know the rules of the game? No, I have no idea. Have you ever even like, do you have a favorite basketball player that you that you know about, that you've heard about? Nope, I have no idea. But I need to play basketball. That doesn't happen. When a person needs something and wants something, they're tuned to it. And it's already a part of them. So they have this starting point where they go, that's something I really want. That's something I really need. And they watch it. They eat it, they sleep it, they dream it, they think about it all the time, they talk about it all the time. And the reason why is because it's a part of who they are. It's become a part of what they need. It's become a part of their future and their focus. So when somebody goes, hey, we're starting a basketball team, we want to just get out there and play a little bit. We don't know a whole lot about how the game's going to go because we're all like, you know, amateurs or whatever, but we just want to get out there and play. Your first thoughts of you, that person goes, I definitely want to be on this team. Like, I don't know much about it. I don't know much about how it works, but I got to get on this team so I can learn about the game because it's going to be fun. I'm going to have a great time. But for somebody who doesn't play basketball, who doesn't have any interest in it whatsoever, don't play sports. Don't do that. They they like playing with computers instead or they like playing, you know, reading books instead or something or they like talking like myself. Um, it's a, It's a very difficult jump to go, hey, come be on the basketball team. It's like we're starting this new basketball team. It's like, oh, yeah, cool. That opportunity doesn't tune with the same frequency. Uh, the person that doesn't have that desire can't have the same frequency. So you have, I'm just looking out the window here to see if I can tell the car. Um, so you have people that are tuned to certain frequencies. And the major point about it is, is if you tune yourself using your own influences, because that's what you want. 
you tune yourself by self-influencing yourself, making sure that you manage what influences you, make sure you stay away from things that are negative, saying that, that no, you don't, you know, you shouldn't, you can't. And then you use continuity of thought by consistently understanding that your emotional state is tied to the things that you are influenced by and the way you think. That will, that will boost you in a huge way. And for those that don't do that, who want something but never actually go for it, never try, never tune themselves, they have different issues and mainly anxiety about doing something and trying something. And that leads me to the next episode that I did was Let's Talk Anxiety. So the Let's Talk Anxiety episode was one that I did because I have had a lot of students and clients that have had very, you know, debilitating anxiety uh, about things in life. And I describe in here first off, anxiety is one of those things that if it is something that's debilitating, something that is hard and difficult, please go and get some professional help. Go and talk to your doctor and let them know that this is what's happening. And it doesn't always have to come down to medication. Sometimes it comes down to you need to go and speak with somebody or talk with a counselor or therapist or psychologist or a life coach or um, a, if you're in a religion, a religious leader or even sometimes having real good conversations with friends can reduce anxiety. Um, but talking it out, working it out. And if it does come down to, uh, you, you know, medication or a combination of medication and uh, working with somebody, this is what you need to do. You got to do it. So I talked about that as well. But through anxiety, I gave some tools uh, and some some tips and tools that people can use. But also I provide a, provided a, a sort of a comprehensive overview of what anxiety is and how it differs from depression and general stress. And I explored different treatments, activities, and and things that the listeners can do to help combat and manage your anxiety. Uh, so whether people were seeking a better understanding of their own experiences with anxiety or looking for ways to support a loved one, uh, that episode is really good for gaining valuable insights and practical tips. And so that was that was something that I did because like I said, some of my students, a lot of my students had anxiety and it stemmed from they desired something in life, but had no pathway to get it. And sometimes they desired something in life, but had no idea what that desire was because there were so many things out there that was just boggling the mind, just compound on top. And a lot of it came down to I'm trying to survive. I'm trying to survive. And the difference in anxiety and depression was a huge thing. It was something that I had studied before because, like I said, with my students, whenever there was a problem or issue, I would literally go and find um, information on that so that I can give them a starting point as to where they could go to, to help themselves or to get some help with these certain situations. And anxiety was one of them that came up quite often. So... Let's Talk Anxiety was one of the episodes on there. Let's see, what episode was that? After the welcome episode, it was one, two, three, it was the third episode going up. So after that episode, talking about anxiety, and in the anxiety episode too, with the tips and tricks and things like that, I made sure that people understand, you can always mix these up and change these and make them work different ways. They didn't always have to be exactly how I described something. It could be literally um, a very simple little tweak that fits with you. And so let's talk anxiety. Then I went to power of habits and how to break bad habits and build good ones. So the episode power of habits, number five, how to break bad habits and build good ones. This one was a fun one for me because uh, uh, we all struggle with, with habit forming and breaking. And it was a difficult one in a sense that everybody's got different habits for different reasons. And so 
it wasn't sort of very straightforward, but like I, like I said, again, I like to be meticulous about how I describe things. So I described in the, this episode, what I call the fascinating world of habits and explore the immense impact it could have on your daily life. Um, as a personal development coach and a uh, trainer assessor for so many years, I like to discuss the definition of things. So I went through the definition of habits, um, how it's formed in the brain, as well as the significance and how it shapes people's identity and their own personal growth. Habits are crazy. It's <laughs> habits are very crazy. Habits are something that could be an actual huge, well, is for everybody, an actual huge influencer on your life. So I went through practical tips of identifying and breaking bad habits, including the habit loop and how it's, uh, it's three components, the cue, what cues the habit, what makes the routine, that's the second component, and then the reward you get from using that habit consistently. So whenever you have something that cues up a habit, there's a reason why you, you do that. And there's a reason why it keeps queuing up in your head. And then there's a routine, the habit itself, the thing that you would do that is the habit. And then the reward you get from doing that thing. And a lot of times it doesn't have to be a great reward, but it could be something positive in the moment. And then a lot of people can look back and go, I don't know why I did that. But still, they would do it again and again and again. So I also share insights on how to intentionally cultivate positive habits through the use of habit stacking and habit gaming. Those are two things that I really, I really do enjoy myself and techniques that, um, that you can use otherwise. And why such habits are critical for personal growth and success. So we went through a bunch of that. Um, and I think it was quite insightful because um, I had worked with habits before, but it never actually really delve into the really nitty gritty of habits until prior to doing this podcast, because I had a good understanding of certain things, but then I went through and did a little training course on habits and was able to understand it in a way that really gave me some real positive outlooks on habit and how to turn habits and use habits, breaking bad habits and building good ones and taking steps towards, you know, creating the life I wanted was something that I tried to do normally, naturally. Um, so it was always something I was kind of tuned to. And so doing this episode was a very fun one for me because um, prior to doing any episode, I try, oh, other than this one, um, I tried to actually just take my time and make sure I understand the concept before I present the concept. Because even though I might feel like I understand something, presenting it is a different beast because you you can be critiqued on anything. And if you get things backwards, well, then you could, and you can damage other people's understanding of things too by just throwing out whatever thoughts you have in your own head. So I do a little bit of research before I get started because these are the subject matters that mean something to me that I have some identity with or some sort of relationship with. And uh, and then I present it. I present it in a way that I would normally present it to a uh, a class that I'm training. And it's always been that way with me. If I don't know something, I go make sure I find out as much as I can about it, get the information and then I'll come back and describe it. And that's always been something we'll, we'll talk, talk about, a bit about that after. But that's been something that's been in my life forever. That ability to learn something and then re-describe it in a way that I feel people can really uh, connect to it. And then the last episode I've done up to this point before this one was Choosing Your Tribe. Now, I've recorded some other ones, but I haven't put them up because of whatever reason. Uh, I'll, hey, the 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 uh the inspiration will strike at some point and I'll go, it's time for this one and I'll put it up. But I I thought I'd do this one first and I think this this 
episode I'm doing right now has been the thing that's been holding back some of the other episodes uh, from being published because I was, wasn't ready to do this one until now. Choosing Your Tribe was the one that I did last prior to this one. And it is titled Choosing Your Tribe, The Surprising Impact of Your so Social Circle on Your Health and Your Future. And you know, this one, <laughs> I got to say, this one was a doozy. I really like this one. So, and it was, uh, what? It was only like a 30 minute long one, a 25 minute long one. Uh, wait, hang on. No, how, how long was this one? How long was this episode? Uh, let me just take a look here. It was, uh, man, I don't even know how long this one was. I don't know how long that one was. I don't think it was. I don't think it was. It might have been about an hour. I'm not exactly sure. I can't see the. I can't see the full setup of it. I'm just going through some of my, some of my episodes listed now. So, but um, but this one was, this one was a doozy. So this one was uh, what, forty fifty three minutes on. Now the prior one, the the power of habits. That one was uh, um, forty one minutes long. I think the shortest one I've done so far is besides the the intro one was the continuity of thought 34 minutes on. But this one, the choosing your tribe and, and the surprising impact of your social circles, circle, social circle, blah, 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 on your health and future uh, was 53 minutes on. And I tell you, this one was so fun. This one was so fun. It was such a, um, even for myself, even knowing that I have, <clears throat> knowing that I have, um, excuse me, <clears throat> knowing that I have done this for so long, it was fun to actually go through and map it all out, which was really, I don't know, maybe that's my thing. Just mapping, <laughs> mapping out stuff is what I do instead of the podcasting itself. Maybe, maybe that's like my <clears throat> my fun bit is there. I've written it all out, and now I can write something else. Let's go. And so, um, so this one I've got a description here. I'll just read some of the description. So, are you aware of the profound impact that people you surround yourself with have on your life? In this eye-opening episode, in this eye-opening podcast episode, we explore the crucial importance of associating with quality people. And the dire consequences of surrounding yourself with negative individuals to discover how your social circle can impact your health, um, your happiness, and even your future success. And the people you surround yourself with can either elevate you to, a, to new heights or drag you down to new lows. And I, I thought that was kind of clever. I thought that was clever. I wrote it in. I thought it was clever. But, you know, I really I'm smiling here because I really liked this episode. It was one of my more intense, but uh, but very. Um, how do you put it? But very powerful because we all know what it's like. We all know what it's like to have people around you who are not really that good to be around. However, we are used to being around them. We have developed a relationship with them based off of the amount of time we've spent with them over uh, the course of so many years, whether that be because we work with them, because they're family and they're always around because of certain situations or reasons, or because they are friends that somehow you can't even remember how you become friends. And sometimes people even force themselves into a friendship and you don't even know how you became friends, but you're just friends with this person. And even when they do some of the most crazy messed up things, or backwards things, or say the worst things to you, or about you, or, you know, about others, we still kind of like, just let it flow, let it go, because we are familiar with the, with them, and we stick with it, and I'm telling you, this episode gave me, like, I've listened to it once, once after I, uh, after I presented it, and it gave me a, a really good feeling of, of, wow, this is something that, 
I needed to hear for myself. So whether you're looking to improve your relationship or boost confidence or achieve greater success in life, this episode is a must watch. You really need to take take a moment and just listen to this episode, go over it and just feel feel what I'm feel what I'm putting down. You know, listen to what's been put down. And again, everything in here has certain little caveats, but also every one of my episodes at the end of it has a how to how to get rid of negative people in your life, how to separate yourself from, um, you know, people that are not helping you succeed in life. Remember, people that are around you, no matter how often, are influencing you as well. These are some of the most major influences we have in our life. A lot of people can wonder and look back and go, well, how come I'm not successful? Well, who are you hanging out with? Who have you allowed to to influence your thoughts? Who have you allowed to tell you what you are and aren't, how good you are or aren't, whether you can or can't? And when you really examine some of those, you kind of go, oh, damn, I think uh, I think I've misconstrued what friendship should be. And for some people. If they have no desire, if you have no desire to actually move to anything further or do anything better, that's fine. But go for what you want to go for. But for those of you who actually do have some sort of idea of a future that you want to achieve, you need to examine closely the people that are around you or the people that you allow to influence you. And even sort of set up how to, if there is no way to get rid of a person, say it's a family member, a parent or a sibling that you can't just not talk to them anymore. You can, but you don't want to do that. Like if that's not in your thing and and it's not how the family works and you're very close and things, well, there are ways to actually separate yourself or be strong enough to allow yourself to not be affected in certain ways by the things that they say and the way that they say things or the things that they don't say and the way that they don't say things. So, So whatever it is, I teach you some how-tos in this one. So choosing your tribe um, and the surprising impact your social circle has. So social social circle. My goodness. <laughs> the surprising impact your social circle has on your health and your future. And the crazy thing is when I say health, see, I was just talking about future. Then when I say health, I'm talking real health. I'm talking... People can be a source of anxiety attacks. People can be a source of depressive states. Other people can be a source of mental, you know, drainage. People can be a source of hardship throughout your life. And you just figure out, you just figure, well, I know how to deal with that. And then the sad, crazy thing is, is, and I didn't put this in the episode, but here's a little thing. Here's a little tip, 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 tip. Sad thing is, is you can, human beings get used to things. And say you had a relationship with someone that treated you negatively, physically, mentally, whatever. And people get used to being able to deal with that. So then your mind and body and energy desires to do what it is you're used to to working with, to experience what it is you're used to dealing with because it's developed the tools to do so. So if somebody treats you opposite to that, it's difficult to sometimes get out of the desire to deal with the negativity, to deal with the problem, to deal with the issues, to deal with the badness because, well, you're used to it now. You have the ability to cope with it. So not that you go seek it out, but sometimes, yeah, you go seek out people who will treat you the same way the negative person treated you before. And we find this with, let's say, relationships with people that get with people who um, are very controlling. And they always say, I always end up with the same type of person there. I always end up with guys that are always very controlling or women that are always very controlling or you know, my partners, every time I go out with somebody, they're always this way. If, 
all people are this way, or all guys are this way, or all girls are that way. A lot of times it's because these are the people that you're connecting to because you have a familiarity and the tools to deal with it. Your subconscious and your consciousness goes towards those people. And when you see something in them that reminds you of the familiarity you had before, you tend to attach to that person, date that person, marry that person, love that person. And there's no less love, but you still dealing with these very evil and bad or backwards or slightly difficult or super difficult or whatever, you know, variation of difficulties. You're still dealing with these difficult people and you wonder why you constantly date the same type of people or you wonder why you're constantly going through the same issues. This can dig into your mental. It can dig into your health. It can dig into your idea of self-worth. I'm just saying, you have to really examine these, the impact of your social circle. Okay. Uh, one of the things that I've, so that those are the episodes. Go on, check them out. This one will be at the top of that one, you know, for a little bit, and then there'll be a new few episodes popping up. But go ahead and check it out. Check out my Paul Think Grow website uh, and Paul Think Grow podcast. And um, and see what you see what you think about some of the information I present. I've got heaps more to talk about, but it's already been long enough. So I'm just going to stop it there. I was going to get into some about me stuff, but I think that should be another episode. For this one, I think we're pretty much done. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you go and check out some of the the different episodes that that I've got on the Paul Think Grow podcast. And I hope you very much enjoy and get some um, very good value out of what I've presented in those episodes. If all the episodes don't work for you, maybe there's one that's particular to your situation or maybe an idea that you could have that you would like to examine, please go on, check it out. And thank you for listening to Paul Think Grow. Have a good day.